evening, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War! And we are here to talk Ring of Honor. I, of course, am Mad Mike, Mad Mike 483 on the Twitters, and with me, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? I am pretty good. I'm ready to talk about this Ring of Honor this week. Alrighty, and uh, always with us is... He doesn't care if his lower third works. We don't care if his lower third... You know who he is! He's Antonio Garza! So, I was going to write Hill Garza, and then I was going to write Alijo del, del Corino, uh, in case you actually do <laughs> want my lower third. <laughs> and, and ladies, his lower third is available. Well, now. More on that later. Uh, we are going to be talking Ring of Honor this week, and I'm going to start things off. My one word for Ring of Honor this week is heel? Question mark? <laughs> I will get into what that means a little bit later. Eamon, what is your one word for Ring of Honor this week? Uh, my one word for Ring of Honor this week is uh, weird. <laughs> and it that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It's just weird for Ring of Honor. <laughs> Alright, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Garza, what was your word for this week? Um, jacket. Because there was a particularly weird-looking jacket. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This may, be a, this may have been the best, like, three words we've ever done <laughs> for any show. All right. Heel weird jacket. Uh, all right. Uh, so my good... <laughs> That's my favorite indie band. Heel weird jacket. <laughs> <laughs> they're, the, they're the ones that did the remix to, F, to the X Factor theme. Yes. Um, Callback to what you haven't seen. If you're Callback to, to our conversation before the Hangout started, which is fantastic. Um, so my good for this week is Colby Carino. God damn it! <laughs> but not for the reason that you think. Okay. Um, I have so figured out this feud. BJ Whitmer is the face. Kind of came off that way. It super came off that way for me. That's why I said heel question mark. I mean, partially it came off that way. There was like a part where it wasn't, but then he came back. Like, I don't know if he did. I don't know if he did because, okay, Colby Carino had a match with Punisher Martinez, <laughs> who looks like an USO stretched out into Tess's body, which is. Oh, I was gonna say he's 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 Baron Corbin. He's Baron Uso. He's Baron Uso. That's that's what he is. He really wrestled like Baron Corbin too. Like it was really good. Like a better Baron Corbin. But like BJ Whitmer was being a supportive manager for Colby Carino the whole match, and after Colby lost, he was like, "Colby, you did a great job. Um, you know, got working." Which stuff. is so weird. Like, like it was super duper weird. Like, and. All right, and we know Steve Carino is under the Mr. Wrestling 3 mask, obviously. Nah. Yeah, we, we all... But Steve Carino slash Mr. Wrestling 3 comes off as the biggest heel in the world because he would not go in there and save his son from getting beat up. He wouldn't take his mask off. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't even take his mask off, let alone go in the... And the most he did after Colby got five suplexes, is stand up and take off his jacket slightly. 
Like, at that point, I would be like, if I was Colby, I'd be like, fuck you. Like, exactly, like, Colby, there's no reason Colby should want to go back with his dad at this point. Do I need to bring Stryker to talk about the legacy of Lucha Libre masks? Really? It's, you don't take your mask off for nothing. Garza, wow. there's, there's no legacy to that mask. It's, he's Mr. Wrestling whatever the fuck number. <laughs> Wasn't there already a Mr. <laughs> Wrestling 3? Yeah, it was Kevin Steen. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay, but yeah, like... I mean, I thought the segment was good. I thought the segment was good, mostly because um, Carino, Steve Carino didn't talk a lot during it. And also, <laughs> I have to say this. Uh, have you guys seen the first Austin Powers movie? I'm not. Alright, um, when Dr. Evil comes back to the present, and he meets Scott Evil for the first time, and he's got, like, the weird... 90s bleached hair. That's oh, all yeah. I can think of when I see Colby Carino now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Colby Carino is just Scott Evil. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's all I, That's all I can think of now. Alright, uh, Eamon, what was your good this week for Ring of Honor? Uh, I was gonna say Colby Carino. Because uh, I actually liked his... He reminded me a lot of, like, a Spike Dudley in mm-hmm. the match. Like, his bumping and stuff like that. And, and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, since you said it, I'm not gonna take you... Say it again, though. Um, I'm going to say my good, and stay with me here, was the opener. <laughs> Just for how weird it was. Oh, Roger Strong defending the TV title against Masada, who... I, Masada's from Texas, and I've seen Masada multiple times. Uh, Deathmatch wrestler. Uh, was like... In, Com- competed in the first year of like Ring of Honor in 2002, which they didn't mention. I don't think at all. No, they is, did. Um, they did. They said they said Messiah is returning to Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. just part of the Carnage crew. Yeah, part of the original Carnage crew. Um, fucking weird. Like, just so weird. Um. Now, Eamon, I'm not well versed on Masada. Mm-hmm. Are bamboo sticks really a thing that he does? Uh huh. He uh, he takes the sticks, and he uh, basically does one of these on the top of your head, and then they basically kind of flit, you know flare out because they're stuck in your head. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen him actually do it. Yeah, me too. And, 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 Ring, and Ring of Honor get pulled from Comet or whatever the fuck. I I, I mean I didn't get that whole thing. That whole that whole yeah. fucking thing. Like, first of all, Roddy versus the world. Like, at, fuck it. You know, I'll get to it on my bad. Garza, you, you go. Spoiler alert for what my bad is, oh. everybody. <laughs> but also, just one more thing was the fact that like Masada's like this deathmatch wrestler who I've seen like fall off scaffolds and like go through glass and and, and all this shit, and he got beat with like a a knee to the keep in the mind, head. guys. This is Eamon's good. He got beat. <laughs> this is Eamon's good. Keep this in mind. He got beat with like a knee to the head in like seven minutes. <laughs> like, sorry. Like, so, so Eamon, why was this your good? Did we skip? It's, a, we it's like good because of how because of how like funny weird it is. Okay. Okay. If right. you know about it, it's, you know, like, like really? Like, that's how he listens? It's like Mick Foley getting beat with the worm. Basically. 
It's like the, it, 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 any essential Ring of Honor match. There's like a million finisher sequences, but like one knee takes down Masada. Like, like it uh, wasn't even a sick kick. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a jumping knee. It, it's it's not like Roddy has an elaborate finisher that he needs to set up. He's got a fucking running kick. Hey, Roddy, I've seen you nail that knee multiple times in like thirty minute matches before, and you couldn't finish off opponents then. Oh, like, God. I'm pretty sure that wouldn't even have finished off Cheeseburger. Anyway, Garza, what's your good for this week? Uh, I'm going to give my good to the main event. So, Taylor Hendricks? Yes, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sorry, uh, second week in a row, we had to mention it because... Jesus Jay. Christ, yes. <laughs> uh, particularly the the ending, I like that... Uh, that they shoved Jay Lethal out and they pinned Anko. I liked it because it, it now like gives the whole feeling to the main for the match for the anniversary show that Jay Lethal now knows that you know maybe I can lose my channel because this fuckwits like are weak and will lose the match while I'm like distracted or something. So yeah, I, I did. Yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, yeah, agreeing with your point. Yeah, yeah, it was a good storytelling device, I think. Yeah, so I think uh, that that gave a, like it gave me like a good build up to the to the triple threat of the anniversary show. So uh, I'm gonna give the main. I mean, the whole match was pretty good, but that particular part I, I like most. Yeah, I mean that's the best way to set up any kind of triple threat match is to watch the champion see a fall happen between the other two guys without him being involved at all. Like, and just and Jay Lethal sells everything so well too. He was like. Like, he sold the reaction, like, oh, no, this could really happen. Like, th- this could be my future. Just, yeah, it was just a great way to build. Um, my bad, as we somewhat allude to in Eamon's Good, <laughs> is Roddy versus the world! Um, Roddy's had three matches in this Roddy versus the world thing. I can't even remember who the first two were against. The first one was against Bobby Fish. No, 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 he's had more. Really? Yeah, there was one where he fought like a black guy. Can't remember if he was Oh, oh okay. Yeah, but he wasn't the he wasn't the TV title holder then, was he? Yeah, he already was. That was like, I think, like one of the first ones he did. He did uh, Steven Richards. Yeah, that was on the Fish. Phantom episode of Ring of Honor that we were never able to watch on the Yeah. But, and then uh, Bobby Fish. But, yeah, but therein lies my problem. Therein lies my problem. Bobby Fish comes out and says, Oh, Roddy versus the world. I guess that means everyone except me. And I looked, and I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I know I'm not the best on Ring of Honor history, but didn't these fuckers have a master final battle? Yeah. And it was for the title. I Like, I, I went to Wikipedia, and I checked. I'm like, it was for... So what the fuck is Bobby Fish talking about? Like, is he just desperate because he knows he's not a part of the world title feud? Well, I think, because, again, I didn't... I think it also is from the fact that I didn't watch Final Battle, but I know there was, like, some screwiness where, like, uh, Bobby, like, legitimately had him beat, but then Roddy fucked him over or something, like... But that's not the story that they're saying. They're saying Bobby Fish has never gotten a shot. I'm trying to think if it's a case of, like... Like, you know when they do, like, the John Cena Open Challenges, like... Like, there's John Cena open challenges, but if it's, like, a build match for a pay-per-view, it's not necessarily an open challenge, you know what I mean? So it's not build as that. Like, maybe yeah, that's the case. I, I don't guess. know. I don't know. It, 
I normally like open challenge gimmicks, but the guy who's doing the open challenge has to have a good promo to carry it, and, well, I... I felt like I had anesthetic twice today when I heard Roger Strong talking again. Oh. Uh, I I just I'm not a Roddy guy. I'm not uh, that's not me. I I don't know what else I can say about it. Uh, Eamon, what was your bad this week? If that was your good, God, I don't. Can I uh, can I make my good my bad as well? Like, can I make it? Sure. <laughs> Why not? I, I, yeah, I've I, done that before with the TNA World Title scene. That's fair. Um, I like again. I like the concept of somebody versus the world. Like I like the idea of even the idea of like, hey, we'll bring in completely different people that are from all different sides of the world, like a Masada, you know, or like a whatever. Like I like that concept. I just don't know if Roddy can pull off that concept because it's like it's Roddy, guys. You have to have you have to have charisma to pull it off. Like you have to. The reason John Cena can pull it off is because John Cena is like, "You want some? Come get some!" And he can do that with anyone. But mm-hmm. it, it, I don't think it works with Roddy. All right, uh, Garza, what was your bad this week? Let's go. Let's just uh, go for the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the the match. <clears throat> but not for the reasons you're saying, because I actually think it does work for Roddy because Roddy is a guy that. Where he wants, he can have a good match with anyone, any style. Which brings me to my bath. I don't think it's fair for Roddy to have to fight in a loose uh, rules match. Yeah, just, because, well. just because Masada is there, you know? I mean, fuck that. Masada, if he, if he wants a title shot, Masada should fight at Roddy's... Uh, the rules he's putting for everyone else, you know? Which is... Okay, because they said the match was relaxed rules. Yeah. But, like, but they didn't do anything with it. But in fact, Masada really wrestled Roddy's style. Like, he like yeah. did a lot of like groundwork and stuff like that. Which, by the way, he can do. Uh, I'm not saying he's like just like a deathmatch guy. Yeah, but, like, and, and the announcers weren't saying that either. They were saying like like he knows holds and everything. He just prefers to use weapons. Yeah. Because yeah. the only weapon thing we had was him bringing in the skewers and and not using them. And to be fair, until they unwrapped them, we didn't even know what it was. Hmm. Like they 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 mentioned it. Like everyone should know what that is. I'm like I. This is the first time I've ever seen Masada. I don't know what the fuck that is. It just looks like a wrapped up napkin. <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely like a, a gift for deathmatch fans. But uh, I, I just, I just didn't like that they changed the rules just because it was Masato. Because I mean, if we get a luchador, it's not gonna have to be like a two out of three falls. Lucha that would be awesome. Rules, that would be know? awesome, though. <clears throat> you could, but, but I mean, you can't act like Ring of Honor doesn't have relaxed rules in basically every match, especially no, tag team matches. Yeah, but but. This time they're actually like straight up telling you, oh, there's gonna be relaxed rules, and if Masada wants to use a cheese grater, she he can use it, you know. Okay. I don't know if cheese grater would fall under relaxed rules. I mean, she, okay, she was gonna go death match. I think. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think that. a chair might be relaxed rules. A cheese grater might be pushing it a little bit. I would love to see. Now I really want to see Masada versus Cheeseburger in a death match, where where it's basically. <laughs> God, I just ruined the whole joke. He turns him into ground beef. Aww. Alright, um, so my change for this week, I would have had Colby Carino win. 
Yeah. I, I would have had Colby Carrillo win because it puts a storyline into the Top Prospects tournament, which I think it needs because otherwise, for people like me who are new to Green Bar, now I don't give a shit about the Top Prospects tournament. I mean, sure, it'll be a lot of fun matches, but if there's no through line to it, I'm not going to care as much. Well, I think regardless of how much you've been in Ring of Honor, the tournament's the same thing. Uh, it's a bunch of people we don't know, and that's it. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, it's I mean, a bunch of people we don't know, and one person we do know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying that it doesn't matter if you're new or, or not. We're all on the same page at this point, I guess. But it doesn't have to be that way. I think if Colby got a win... And then, like, maybe, you know, it was like, oh, wow, maybe this tutelage by B.J. Whitmer is working. And, like, insert some drama into it as opposed to, oh, B.J. Whitmer's just an asshole who's going to throw Colby Carrillo around. Even I can though, that. Even though his dad's the bigger asshole for not stopping him. <laughs> like, I don't know, it, it just, it's counterintuitive to me. I can see your point. Yeah. I, I, I do... I do think in a match like that, it would be really shitty in the sense because, like, I couldn't believe necessarily that Colby could beat Punisher Martinez because, like, you know, obviously he's an unknown, but he's a he was a pretty big guy. Like, he, you know, he had a lot yeah, but, on Colby. But that, but that makes it even better. Like, the Lightning Kid being Razor Ramon. Yeah. I mean, Spike Dudley's entire career. You know what I mean? Like you could you could have done something with it, and now Colby's just cannon fodder for the eventual Carino versus Whitmer match. But she and should. It's yeah, but it seems like a waste. He's green as fuck. So what? <laughs> Don't you say he can't have? I he can't reach the main event because he won't be able to have a, a good match. I mean, I'm not saying he there. should win the it. Finals. No, I'm not he, saying he should win it. I'm saying he should have at least won the first round. I mean, I agree with that, just to not have to see Punisher Martinez again. <laughs> but well, I, I didn't think he was that bad. You didn't like Baron Uso? <laughs> but, uh... I mean, I see the value in just getting him eliminated here. I guess. Because, but, but the way for Yavara works, we're not going to see a follow-up on this for three weeks. That's okay. Mm. I mean... But how you were saying that, okay, we can show that Whitmer's teachings were working, we can now show that, you know what, like, Whitmer hasn't done shit. But that's, that's what they've been showing the whole time. Like, I know. And it, that, it doesn't change it, and it doesn't change what Carino's reaction is going to be. But, I mean, Whitmer being the heel, we should keep showing that. <laughs> All right. I will agree or disagree on that. I, I think that they should have changed it up a little bit so it looks like... Colby could be built up to be brought down by Whitmer as opposed to him just losing everything. All right, uh, Eamon, what was your change this week? Uh, I'm going to go three for three. My change is the opener. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would have made it a... My change is actually in contrast to Danny. I would have made it a full-fledged death match. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd be into that. I'd be into that because... Why not? And, and Roddy could be like, not only do I want to wrestle people all over the world, I want to wrestle them in their match. Mm. Well, I just also love the fact that Roddy gave him a straight kick out of him in like that kind of a match. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's my that's my first ever good, bad, and change. 
Garza, what will be your change this week? Um, I guess my change would just be also in the Colby thing. Uh, I, I don't know. Like it, it was weird. I, I, I want to change something about it. I'm not exactly sure why. But would you I, have had Steve Carino stop the beatdown? No, but I, 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 I don't think I should have done that because I think that needs to build up to something else. But I, I think that it came out really sudden that Woodward just kicked his ass. Yeah, I would have loved that delayed a few weeks. Like, yeah. build up the fact that Whitmer is caring for Colby and then do that. Like, Yeah, like, he, like he's actually just sorry that, you know, Colby lost. And he's just mm-hmm. like, it's okay, you'll get him next time, kid. And then they walk off. Because it does make you believe, in a sense, well, Whitmer's not that bad of a guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, just some, some kind of story point, I think, needs to be inserted in that match. And this was just more of the same. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I think we pretty much hit everything on Ring of Honor. Uh, me, for this week, Ring of Honor is number four. Uh, wasn't that was a bad show? I just, you know, you open up with Roddy Strong, and it, it, it doesn't end well. It doesn't end well. Uh, the, the rest of the show was fine. I, I liked the uh, I liked the main event. I thought that was good. And uh, the Colby stuff, you know, had its issues, but I thought it was fun. And that powerbomb he took on the apron. Yeah. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Fucking ouch. Like, that, that just looked painful. I thought he was going to throw him back into the ring at that mm-hmm. point. He got him up so high. But yeah, it's uh, number four for me. Amy, how about you? Uh, it's actually my number two this week. Um, I, I like the main event. I really like the Colby Carino stuff. Like I, I, like I said, I thought the match was very good with Punisher Martinez, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and just for the ridiculousness of the opener, <laughs> like just the utter, me knowing Masada and like knowing, we're well, not knowing knowing, but like knowing Masada and like yeah, like. <laughs> I don't know what to say more about that opener. Um, but, yeah. All righty, and how about you, Gozo? Where'd you rank it this week? I'm going to rank it number two also. Uh, primarily because, I mean, I really love the main event, but I felt that there was a good storyline development on three of the storylines we're telling. Uh, it would have been number one, but Punisher Martinez had a terrible jacket. <laughs> someone someone said it was um, I can't remember who said it, but someone compared it to like a vampire super crazy. Like, well, yeah, you guys, you guys know who the Punisher is, right? Yeah, no, yeah, yes. but like, <laughs> okay, because that was kind of the the inspiration for that. Yeah, jacket. I mean, I know what he's going for. Okay. He just failed at it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. As long as you guys know what he was going for, because otherwise I was gonna have to give you guys a big long lecture about Frank Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Not, um, by the way, no relation to Dalton. No. Although I would read that comic book, CM Punk. If you're watching, read that comic book. <laughs> Frank and Dalton Castle, the Punisher and the Peacock. I'd read it. I'd buy the trees. Punisher and his boys. <laughs> Punisher and his boys! Yes! Oh my god, I want that so bad now. We pitched so many comics this week. A lot. 
<laughs> All right, so um, you can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. You can also find us at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, if you like what we do, we do this every Tuesday night. We talk about wrestling. We talk to people from Lucha Underground, for Christ's sake. A couple weeks ago, we talked to Chris Joseph, where he gave us a lot of dirt that you might have been reading on some kind of sheets. Um, Eamon, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitter at Eamon2, please. And they can also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter at Inspire Pro Res. Excellent. And how about you, Garza? You can find me at DW Revolution for Twitter. And you can go to DWrestlingRevolution.com uh, to read every type of review of every type of show. Alrighty. And that is going to do what it for us this week. For Antonio Garza, for Amy Payton, I've been Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid Week War.